Hallelujah, hallelujah. Let's give God one more praise in this place. Can we do that? Amen. God is good. God is kind. He is merciful to us all. Thank you, praise teams, for ushering in the presence of the Lord. Amen. Thank you all for being here. Great to see all y'all wonderful faces this morning, this afternoon. Thank y'all so much. Amen. Real quick, we're about to jump into the word real quick. Y'all know what we do. Y'all got 15 seconds to share. Get your phone out. Go ahead and share today's service. Somebody might not have made it to church. Didn't even know you made it, but go ahead and tag them, share them. Say, come on, come on through. Real quick, Pastor got a word. I'm going to get out the way today. We got baptism today, y'all. Can we give God a praise for that? Y'all better be excited. Y'all better be excited, man. God is doing what God does, so I'm excited. I'm on 10. I am grateful to God for what he's doing. Amen. Amen. Sure you have time to share. I'm going to pray real quick, and we're going to get started. Dear Father, we thank you, God, for today. We thank you, God, for Father's Day. As we celebrate, oh God, our earthly fathers, oh God, the ones that had an impact in our life, Father God. We thank you, oh God. I pray for those, oh God, whose fathers may not be here, Father God. I pray, oh God, that you help them in this day, oh God, is to heal, oh God. I pray, Father God, for those that are blessed enough to still have their fathers and children to honor and respect and realize, oh God, the hard job it is of being a father, oh God. So I pray, Oh God, that we acknowledge our heavenly Father today, Father God, that you continue to show up in our lives and lead us and guide us in all things. I pray this word goes forth with boldness and with clarity. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 As we celebrate Father's Day, it would be a, a mist of me not to celebrate Juneteenth as well. Amen. amen. Uh, 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 I thank God. Actually, clap for Juneteenth. Amen. When I think about our childhood. And what we were taught in school and the things we didn't know that we just had the information we didn't have. Amen. That they used to say you want to hide something from a put it in a book. Amen. Catch me, follow me. You hide something from a put it in a book. And we all we had was Encyclopedia Britannica. We wouldn't read none of that. But thank God for Google now. We can search and look at truth and stuff and find history so we can really know what's going on. And for those that don't, I hope everybody does. I just want to say it. That the Emancipation Proclamation was signed January 1st, 1863. Juneteenth didn't happen to June 19th, 1865. Two and a half years later after slavery supposedly ended. Brothers were still in Texas, didn't even know they was free. My God, my God. Thank God that we acknowledge that now, amen. I just want to say that and share that because we want to make sure our children know the truth about our history, amen. All right, all right. We're about to dig into this word. Acts 16, Acts chapter 16, verse 30 and 31. Real quick, you remain standing for the reading of God's word, all who are able. Acts 16, chapter 16, verses 30 and 31. And it says this. And he brought them out and said, sirs. What must I do to be saved? So they said, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved. You and your household. Amen. Y'all should have given a shout for that. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved. Not just you, but your household as well. Uh, Today, look at somebody say, today, Pastor preaching, Father figure. Amen. Father figure. Father figure. That's it. Amen. We need a father figure in our life. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. In man, God placed his seed, called us to watch it grow and be there for every need. Teach them by example and let them watch the way we lead. This world we're living in is full of lust, corruption, and greed. But faith and trust in Christ is what they need in this life to live. See, God is watching and waiting. And so is your fam. Because once you submit to him, you really become the man. I'm just talking about a father figure. Today's text ties perfectly 
with Acts 16. Paul and Silas are on their missionary trip. They're taking the gospel across the world. They're headed to Rome. And Rome is a polytheistic culture. Amen. A polytheistic culture. What does that mean, Pastor? It means Rome is a culture where they worship many gods. I mean, they have gods and goddesses, right? They worship Jupiter. They worship Saturn. They worship Juno. They have plenty gods and goddesses that they worship. And this is where Paul and Silas are doing a missionary trip. So they're putting the gospel on hostile ground. Amen. They're going to a culture that doesn't believe in one God and is telling them there is one God you should believe in. So they're going against the grain. So look at Acts 16, 16 and 17. One day we were going down to a place of prayer. We met a demon-possessed slave girl. She was a fortune teller who earned a lot of money for her masters. She followed Paul and the rest of us shouting, these men are servants of the Most High God and they have come to tell you how to be saved. She was a demon-possessed girl, watch this, and the demon's gift and power was fortune-telling. Y'all missed that, amen. Yeah. Uh, ain't nothing new under the sun. Uh, she was a demon-possessed girl, and her gift from the demon was fortune-telling, amen. Uh, people still using tarot cards and, and crystals and, and the sage and all this stuff. Ain't nothing new under the sun. Demonic nature is this. It tries to get you to depend on a source outside of God to align your future. We got to be careful ain't nothing new under the sun. So this demon girl was making a whole bunch of money for her masters. But one thing you better learn this about demon and demonic influence. Watch this. They only tell the truth when it benefits they lie. Yeah, y'all ain't never dealt with nobody like that. Amen. Uh, that's under the influence of a demon. They tell the truth only when it benefits their life. Think about this. Think about this. She's demon possessed, but she says these men are servants of the most high God. These men are going to show you how to be saved. Why is that so important? I'm glad you asked. She was a fortune teller making her master a lot of money. So when Paul and Silas is preaching the gospel, people are getting saved, healed, and delivered. The mind of the community says, this fortune teller knows the truth. Let us run to her and give him our money. So Paul wasn't no fool. She kept on coming day in and day out. And the Bible said Paul got exasperated. He got so tired. He said, I command you by the name of Jesus Christ, come out of her. And the demon came out. Y'all, 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 miss y'all, shout, amen. Uh, I'm going to say it again. He, he commanded her by the name of Jesus Christ. Demon come out, and the demon come out. Don't nobody believe in the power in the name of Jesus? I, I'm sorry, I still believe in the power in the name. His name holds power. The Bible says, me, every tongue shall confess, and every knee shall bow at the name of Jesus. The Bible tells me, watch this, the situations change at the name of Jesus. Amen. The demons tremble at the name of Jesus. The atmosphere can change at the name of Jesus. Healing can happen when the name of Jesus. Amazing happens at the name of Jesus. But if you don't know the power in the name, you can't experience the power that he gives. See, some of us can't experience the deliverance that we have because we don't understand the power in his name. The Bible says he's the name above all names. That means cancer got to bow. That, that means death got to bow. That means all has to bow because his name is that powerful. So Paul said, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ, come out of her and it instantly left. So you know there were some problems, y'all. The city officials was mad now. You invested enough our money. This girl was making us rich. And now she ain't possessed no more. Now she's freedom. Ain't it a trip? The girl ain't possessed by the demon. Don't nobody care? Uh, uh, ain't it a trip? Long she was making them money. It was cool in the game. Uh, but now she ain't possessed. She got Jesus in her life. And now they mad at that. Amen. Ain't that a trip? Somebody be strung out on drugs. Somebody might be stripping. Somebody might be prostituting. And nobody cares as long as she making money. But when they get free, now you got an attitude. What a crazy world we live in. That we don't celebrate freedom, but we celebrate bondage. 
careful. Be careful that you don't celebrate bondage and don't celebrate freedom. I love this. This young girl is free now, and they mad. So they take Paul and Silas and bring them before the city officials. Now, watch this. They go and they get beaten with wood and with wooden rods. They get stripped and they get sent to jail. My God. Uh, I love this. I, I slid in on Rooted a couple weeks ago. And thank you, Brother Alex, for teaching. I appreciate it. And they were talking about suffering that week and, and suffering it. And, and he was telling them, watch this, that sometimes we suffer because of sin. Amen. That we don't, not, not always our sin, but other people's sin. Amen. I could be driving down the street, minding my business, and a drunk driver hit me. Yeah. I ain't had nothing to do with that, yeah. but, but but because they decided to get drunk, now I got to deal with the fact that they hit me and might have harmed me because they got drunk. Jesus. And then sometimes I got to deal with the fact that I did sin and it's my fault. That, that because of my sins got me in my mess, amen, I decided to sleep around and now I got to deal with this. I decided to go with this. I decided to rob that bank. I decided to use them drugs. I made some decisions and now I'm suffering from my sin. But another point is sometimes you suffer for righteousness sake. That's what we don't want to talk about. All they did was command the name of Jesus that the demon come out. Then they getting beaten and they getting placed in jail because they're doing the right thing. Sometimes you're suffering for righteousness sake. Now I come to find out I'd rather suffer for righteousness than suffer for my sins. Because if I'm suffering for righteousness, that means God's still involved. That means God's still in the mix. That means he, let, he allowed it to happen and he got me there for a reason. So if he allowed it to happen, I'm still covered by the blood. I'm still in his favor. I'm still in his grace. I love this. They're suffering, watch this, for righteousness sake. Because we got this mind frame, we think we're not supposed to suffer because we saved. Who told you that? Don't you know we serve the suffering servant? Don't we know that Jesus went through agony and pain and hurt? That he went to the cross, sweat was coming down his blood. That he was denied by people. He was kicked out of his own town. His, the, own, the church persecuted him. Who told you you wasn't going to suffer because you got saved? That's a lot from the pits of hell, Amen. He said, ain't no servant above his master, amen. If the world hated me, they gonna hate you too, amen. So if you're thinking that, the world gonna hate you. God already know. You follow Jesus, the world gonna hate you. So look at this. Acts 16, 23, and 24. They were severely beaten and they were thrown into prison. The jailer was ordered to make sure they didn't escape. So the jailer put them in the inner dungeon and clamped their feet into stocks. Wow, that's deep right there. So, so look at this. They're doing a good thing. They freed this woman from an evil spirit, right? They doing a good thing. Doing a good thing got them in a bad position. Uh, sometimes doing the right thing might cost you, amen. That, that you might be unpopular opinion, amen. Doing the right thing might cause you to lose some friends. Doing the right thing might cause some family members to back up. Doing the right thing, but guess what? I don't care. I'd rather do what's right in God's eyes. So they doing the right thing. They in prison now. They severely beaten and they hurting. Then this man, the jailer, we're going to talk about the jailer today, y'all. The jailer, who's like the warden of the prison, right? He was ordered to make sure they didn't escape. So look at this. These brothers are in the inner dungeon. That means they not on level one. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Y'all don't know about your prison. Amen. Maybe I just do. All right. Praise God. They not level one. Amen. They in max security. They, they in the inner dungeon. They ain't with the regular prisons. They down in the dungeon. Rats, mice, roaches, everything down there. They chained up in stocks, right? So stocks. Y'all know what a stock is. I think you got a picture of it. Those compartments where people will put their heads in and their arms and be stuck, right? So their legs are chained with stocks. They not getting up. They can't move, can't walk, and they in the dungeon for doing the right thing. God, forgive me for complaining. Amen. Uh, uh, God, forgive me for complaining, oh God, when, when we buy little trials and my church tribulations. Because they in dungeons, they got beat and they got whipped for doing the right thing. Look at this. Acts 16 and 25. Around midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God and the other prisoners were listening. Amen. Y'all miss y'all shout. Amen. Okay, okay, okay. 
around midnight, they in prison. They 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 beaten, they hurting, they in chains, but they praying and they singing hymns to God. They are praying and singing hymns to God. You better learn to turn your pain into praise. Amen. You better learn to turn your agony into adoration for God. You better learn to turn your trouble into a testimony. You better learn to turn your grief into God's goodness. I love this. I need some people today that got their mind made up. No matter what it looks like, no matter what I'm going through, I'm still going to praise them. I know I'm hurting. I know I'm bleeding. I know I'm in chains. I know I don't deserve it. But guess what? God's still good. Amen. I don't care what I'm going through. My circumstance doesn't change the fact that he's still good. I love this. These brothers are praising God in the midst of their trouble. See, we aren't too far off from the serious, serious following Jesus, right? We've been talking about following Jesus the last two weeks. But guess what? They're praising and singing hymns, and the other prisoners are listening to them. Woo! Imagine that. People seeing them beaten and bloody, chained, yet they free in the spirit. Uh, people seeing them hurt, knowing they're in there wrong, falsely accused, yet they free in the spirit. Amen. Uh, I love this. Don't think that God can only use the good things in your life to reach people. Because we like to tend to think, well, if God's blessed me with my money, with my house, with my car, that's a testimony. And they can see how good God is and everybody going to love that. No, no, no. That ain't how he works all the time. If he do it, it's cool in the game. I appreciate it, God. But that ain't usually how he works. He blessed us, watch this, through our bad news. Uh, he blessed us through our heartache. Amen. He blessed others through the pain in our life. He blessed others through our suffering. He blessed others through our trials and our temptations. Why? Because they get to see, guess what? They ain't perfect. They ain't got it all together. They in the middle of a storm, yet they still holding on. They, they, they should have been, if that was me, I would have been gave up. How you holding on? How you still saved? How you ain't crazy? And then we can show them because it's the love of Jesus in my life. Because God loves me and I love him. I trust him with my life. I, I'm barely making it with him. How you making it without him? Is what I want to know. Uh, 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 I'm barely making it with him. I'm, I'm the pastor and I'm crazy, amen. I need Jesus just like anybody else. So how we don't look at people that don't need him? We got to show the love of Christ. So at midnight, y'all, they praising God. They, they singing these hymns. Watch this. Acts 16 and 26. Suddenly, there was a massive earthquake. And the prison was shaken to its foundations. All the I get in there. All the doors immediately flew open, and the chains of every prisoner fell off. Woo. You mean to tell me they in the prison, chained up, praising God? And about midnight, did we, late, late, did we see that today? Late in the midnight hour, that God gonna turn it around. So you gotta believe God gonna do something in your life. They was in prison, not expecting nothing to happen. Two brothers show up, praising and singing, and an earthquake comes. The foundation is shaking. They chains fall off, and the doors open. I love this. It's Father's Day, but watch this. A couple of men started a praise party in prison. Come on, come on. The other men had to be watching it and really had to be enjoying it. Amen. Don't you know this? Watch this. I hope this helps somebody. Some doors, because the door swung open, right? So some doors can only be opened through praise and prayer. That's it. Somebody should have caught that. Amen. Amen. They were singing and praising and praying God. The chains fell off and the doors swung open. God told me to tell you that some doors are only going to open by your praise life and your prayer life. Amen. That is going to be the key to unlock that door. Amen. That door won't open until you learn how to pray. That door won't open until you learn how to praise. That door won't open until you get free in Christ. Yes, God. 
So when you see me in service praying and tears might be flowing down my eyes, don't worry about me, amen. Uh, when you see me praising God and snot might be coming down my nose, don't worry about me. If a sister cries some eyelashes, amen. If your weeds start sweating now, hey, my brother full of sweat, amen. And you hear him yelling like his team just won a championship. Don't worry about me. I'm waiting on God to open his door that he has for me. And my praise and my prayer life is going to get that door open. Woo. The Bible said this, y'all. An earthquake shook the foundation. All the doors immediately opened and the chains fell off every prison. See, see, right here, this isn't so much about them being free in the natural, amen. Because the mind thinks they're in prison, the doors open, they're free, they can go. That's, that's the natural. But I don't believe that was his aim. Yeah. See, I believe God was trying to show them it's spiritual freedom, amen. Yeah. Because yeah. these brothers were in prison yeah. receiving what God was doing through Paul and Silas' life, amen. Yeah. They seen what Paul and Silas had done, and then a miracle happened, right? And I explained later, watch this, hold on to that thought of why this is more spiritual than natural, amen. Acts 16 and 27. Now we back to my brother, the, the main focus of Father's Day. The jailer woke up yeah. <laughs> to see the prison doors wide open. Yeah. Yeah. He assumed the prisoners had escaped. So he drew his sword to kill himself. Woo. That's deep, y'all. Here we are. Our brother, the jailer, who we started the text with. He assumed all the prisoners had escaped. He was about to grab his sword and commit suicide. Let's look at the mindset of him for a second. Think about this. This brother, the jailer, was about to make a decision without thinking about his family. He, he seen the chains and the doors open, and his mind was like, I'm about to kill myself. And that deep, and that deep. That this brother, watch this. He wasn't thinking about the pain his wife and children would yeah. feel from his absence. Yeah. All he could think about was I had to kill myself. Mm. He was so afraid of man, yeah. he was uh, willing to commit suicide. Oh, he was so afraid of his boss and his, his employer that he was willing to end his life. I just want to talk about the pressures of being a man. Yeah, yeah. See, 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 everybody don't understand what men will be going through, amen. That, that when you want to learn, you want to be the best man you can be, amen. And sometimes you never had an example of a man, what a man is to be. Yeah, yeah. And you're trying to be the best man you can be, trying to be the best husband you can be, the best father you can be. And we need people that encourage us to speak yeah. into our life. We're trying to pay the bills, trying to make sure the kids straight, make sure our wife's straight. We put everybody else's needs before ours sometimes. Sometimes it's pressure that you don't know that comes with being a man because you expect it to have all the answers and Sometimes you don't know. Yeah, yeah. You expected to know how to do everything, and sometimes yeah. you don't know. So you're depending on God to give you the strength to be able to lead your family. He was dealing with the pressures of a man, but he didn't have God. Mm, See, not having God was the difference in this brother's life. Yeah. Look at this, Acts 16, 28, and 29. Yeah. But Paul shouted to him, Stop! Stop. Don't kill yourself. Come on. We are all here. The jailer called for the lights and ran to the dungeon and fell down trembling. Before Paul and Silas. I love this. Paul didn't let nobody leave. Woo, y'all missing that, amen. When the doors open, you know how we think, true, God don't want me in jail no more. Praise God, amen. The earthquake happened, the chains off, the door open. Praise God, thank you. You must not want me in jail. That is not my testimony, amen. I know I robbed everybody, I stole everything, I did everything wrong in the sun. But free me. Thank you, God, for freeing me. You know how we think. Come on. But Paul showed integrity. The chains were off. The doors were open, but he said, y'all not moving. Yeah. Yeah. See, I need y'all to understand, if you did the crime, you do the time. Yeah. Yeah. But there is forgiveness and redemption in Christ you still can receive. 
That's why I don't think the chains were natural but more spiritual. Because I need y'all to stay in jail. You got to serve out your sins, bro. Whatever you did, you did. But understand that you still can be forgiven. Understand that God still loves you and cares. That God still can change your life. Even in the situation you're in. I love this. We see the first prison ministry in history right here in Acts 16. He's showing them God can save you from your sins. But you still got to deal with your consequences. We don't like talking about that, amen. Uh, I, I talked to a brother, amen. He 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 had like 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 seven uh, kids, seven different baby mamas, and a pastor. This child support is, is tearing me up. I'm mean, I'm tithing. I'm giving my life to God now. I don't understand what's going on. You got to deal with the fact you got seven kids. What's going on? Praise God, amen. God saved you from your sins, but not the consequences of your sins. You still got to deal with the mess you made. You still got to clean it up. Amen. Whatever you did, whatever we done, you still got to walk through that. Just because God saved, don't mean God going to take it out of the way. Because now we in him. Amen. That's the immature thoughts of who God is. That's not who he is. So look at this brother right here. The suicidal, overworked, full of fear, jailer, couldn't believe it that everybody was still there. He said, y'all got to turn on the light. I need a light. I need to see this. Call for the lights. Let me see everybody still here. And he knows this, that if Paul and Silas weren't there, the men would have left. And the men would have left, he would have killed himself. Woo. So he fell down trembling before them. He knows that God showed up at the right time. Okay, 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 okay. Ain't nobody, okay. I, 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 ain't nobody been through that, amen. Now, if you think about your life, flashback to some times for you. Kids might not can't feel this, but anybody born in the 80s, amen. Maybe a few early 90s, I don't know. But, but some times in your life, when you look back at your life, you say, man, I should have been out of here. Uh, uh, I should have died, amen. Ain't no reason I walked out of this alive. Ain't no reason I should be sleeping in the grave with Pookie and Ray Ray and them. I should be gone. But yet somehow, someway, God showed up. At the right time That, that, that my life should have ended Matter of fact I know for myself I was on my way to hell With gasoline draws I know where I was going Amen I was doing wrong And sinning But God showed up At the right time And said Satan you can't have him Showed up at the right time And said that's my son My daughter He must live Showed up at the right time And said I got a purpose For that life I love this When God shows up At the right time Your whole future can change all you got to do is be willing to walk into them steps. So seeing God move like this, it caused an immediate reaction from the jailer. He fell down and trembled because he knows if y'all wasn't here, I would have killed myself. If y'all wasn't here, I would have overdosed. If y'all wasn't here, I would have died in that car crash. If y'all wasn't here, something would have took my life. And I'm thankful for y'all. Look at this Acts 16 and 30 where we started. Then he bought them out and asked, sirs. What must I do to be saved? Amen. Uh, uh, he heard them singing and praising God. And then maybe at first he really wasn't listening. He heard them singing and praising God and probably thought they was crazy. Amen. Because when people see you praising God, when you got all kind of hell in your life, they think you're crazy. Amen. But for those of us that know that we know, amen, know that it wasn't nothing but God that got us in the right mind. It wasn't nothing but God that kept us and allowed us to get through it. So I imagine the jailer thought he was crazy. They, they just got beat. They just got whipped. They in the dungeon. What do they got to be happy about? What do they got to praise about? They crazy. But then the earth shook. The chains broke. The doors opened. So many things happened. And then the men stayed. Their integrity was impeccable. He said, sirs, what must I do to be saved? I love this because any person that has come to the knowledge of Christ has asked that question. Uh, when you think you've hit rock bottom and then you really hit rock bottom. Amen. 
Uh, when you tried everything you could in your own power, when you thought you could make it on your own strength, amen, and then you come to find out that you're sinking fast and quick, saying that you're going nowhere fast, you're running on a treadmill, you ain't going nowhere, but you're running fast, you want a hamster wheel, you stuck in life, and then he says, sirs, what must I do to be saved? I love this because this shows the humility of this brother. And coming to Christ is all about humility. It is saying, I need a God. I need a Savior in my life. I'm a sinner and I got some issues. I got a crazy mind and a wicked heart. Because the Bible says the heart is deceitfully wicked above all things. Who can know it but God? That I got some issues. And the fact of the matter is, I can't fix them myself. So in humility, he asked, what must I do to be saved? And I love the answer Paul gave y'all. Acts 16.31. They replied, believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved along with everyone in your household. My God, that's a shout right there. Uh, I love this. I love this. Uh, uh, some people might get mad at me right here. I'm sorry. Social media, amen. You go to whatever church you go to, praise God. Pray, bless you, bless you. But, but I, I just believe this. Watch this. If we spend more time teaching what the Bible says instead of preaching our opinions, we'll get somewhere. Amen. Praise God. Amen. I just believe that. Amen. Uh, he asked a simple question. Sirs, what must I do to be saved? And he said, you ain't got to say a sinner prayer. He didn't say that. I hear that. He didn't say you got speaking tongues. He didn't, he didn't say that. He didn't say you got a little life with no sin no more. He didn't say that. Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and you will be saved. But not just you, you and your household. So our faith is what gets us Christ. Nothing else. We are by faith alone. When Abraham moved, it said his faith was counted to him as righteousness. Amen. It is faith that gets us to God. Nothing of our own doing gets us in right relationship with God. It is we have faith that his son Jesus came to die for our sins and he resurrected to give us power to have new life. I love this. My brother, Pastor Rashad, who some of y'all are going to meet today, he says this, uh, that, that belief births behavior. Amen. I love that. I love that. I love that. He says, so if you want to be saved, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. My brother says, belief bursts behavior. See, when I believe something, it changes my behavior. Uh, I ain't worried about your behavior right now. I'm more worried about your believing, amen. Because the more you fall in love with Jesus, the more the world will fall off you, amen. The, the more you fall in love with him, the more you continue to love him and learn upon him and lean upon him, or the world going to leave you, amen. You ain't going to want the world. You're going to want him more than anything. I love this. Be belief bursts behavior. How do you know? Because if the stove is hot, because believe I ain't touching it, praise God, amen. Uh, 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 my belief is that if I touch it, it's going to burn my hand. And since I know that, it's going to change my behavior not to put my hand on the stove. Because when I believe something, it changes what I think about it, amen. So we says believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. But my question is, how did he not only say this, you will be saved, watch this, but everyone in your household. How Paul know that? I, 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 trust me out. He says you will be saved, but, but but your wife and kids gonna be saved too. How does Paul know that? See, Paul is a is, is a Pharisee. Paul, Paul knows the Word of God. He's a Jew from the tribe of Benjamin. He's a devout study of the Word of God. He's deep in Scripture. That's why in the beginning of his life he didn't believe Jesus was the Christ. He was trying to kill Christians because he said that's blasphemy for this man to call himself the Son of God because he was so into the Word he couldn't see what Christ was in the Word. But look at this. I had to think. Paul thought of something. Proverbs twenty-two and six: Train up a child, or direct your children in the way they should go. In the right path. That's real. The correct way. And when they get old, they won't depart from it. Amen. 
I have to believe somewhere in Paul's mind, Proverbs 22 and 6 popped up. He said, look here, bro, if you get saved, oh, your wife getting saved. If you get saved, bro, your children getting saved. Because you're training a child up in the way they should go. So when they get old, they won't depart from it. He says, I'm not leaving my child's salvation up to chance. Because if I don't teach them about God, some demon or some devil will. Come on, sir. Uh, y'all live in the world I live in. Amen. Uh, 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 picking up YouTube misinformation. If I don't teach them about God, some demon or devil will. Amen. If I don't show them how to have faith in Christ, something antichrist is going to steal their faith. Amen. Or put their faith in the wrong things if we're not careful. So watch this. Not giving any direction is still directing. That might hit you Tuesday. Uh, that, that if I don't give my child any direction, something is still going to direct them. So why not me being the parent, being the father, the mother in their life, give them the direction that I know they should go in instead of leaving it by chance? Because when I look at this world that we live in, y'all, fatherlessness is an issue. Ooh. Why? Because father represents authority. And if we look at the youth today, come on, let's be for real. Fathers are missing. Ooh, if fathers were training up their sons in the way of the Lord, murder rates go down. Yeah. Ain't no doubt about it. Uh, criminal activities go down. Yeah. Unwanted pregnancies go down. Yeah. Poverty goes down. All the things that plague the minorities in the inner city for the most part will go down. Why? Because daddy's being a father figure and an example. Yeah. You ain't gonna come in my house with your pants hanging down. You ain't going to be calling women out their name. Yeah. You ain't going to be running around having no guns yeah. living in my house. Yeah. You better go. If that's what you want to do, you better go get on the street. Amen. Yeah. Uh, y'all ever seen Mr. Society? Yeah. Uh, 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 the grandfather, I love him. Y'all might not. Y'all might have missed it. He quoted a Bible scripture. He said, Cain, you're bad. Uh, uh, you got to go tonight. Grandpa, can I stay one more day? Now nah, you got to go tonight. Cast out contention and the strife relief. Amen. Proverbs told me if you want to act a fool in my house, praise God, I got to let you act a fool on the street because I got to do what I got to do to make sure you know what's right and what's wrong. So if you choose wrong, I can still sleep at night. So if you choose wrong, I can know, God, it wasn't because of me. Amen. I showed them. I direct. They chose to be this way. But father's got to be present. See, if fathers are present, our sons don't want to be gangsters and drug dealers. Because yeah. daddy's a hardworking man. Yeah. They, they won't be caught up want to be all these rappers and everything else if we in the right place. Amen. They won't be, our daughters will want, will, will want to be a certain way and live a certain way that honors and respect their father. Why? Because he showed them what real love is. Yeah. He showed them how to honor their body. He showed them how to honor their stuff as a woman. Amen. And because he placed these values in them, yeah. they have it. Yeah. But if we just leave it to chance, y'all. We see the news every day. Yeah. You leave it a chance, you scroll social media, you see it every day. So we got to be careful. Watch this. So the daddy has to be the father figure. Look at this. I'm almost done. Acts 16, 32 and 33. And they shared the word of the Lord with him. And with all who lived in his household, even at the hour of the night, the jailer cared for them and washed their wounds. Then he and everyone in his household were immediately baptized. Amen. Praise God. I said, they've got a place for that, amen. I love, I love that. I love that. I love that. So they shared the word of the Lord with him and all who lived in his household. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Even at the hour of night. 
so it had to be late, y'all. Because yeah. remember, when the earthquake happened at midnight, yeah. right? So now yeah. we deep, maybe 2, 3 in the morning now. Yeah. It's late, late, amen. Everybody should be asleep. But he said, look here, come here. Y'all got to hear what I heard, amen. Yeah. I done heard something about this man named Jesus. These brothers that saved my life. Everybody can get around the kitchen table. Y'all better listen to this right here, right now. I don't care what time it is. Yeah. So they come, they listen. The father made a decision for the family. Come on. That I need y'all to come hear this word of God. And then he says, watch this, him and the whole family get baptized. And I don't know if some denominations aren't, aren't, aren't filling children in baptism. You know what? I say dunk them children in that water. Amen. Praise God. I, I say if a child can believe, amen, because what I do know is, watch this, that child do have faith. And what I do know is, God, that you got to have faith like a children, amen, to get into the kingdom of heaven, amen. He didn't say have faith like an adult. He said have faith like a child. So if a child can have faith, amen, and plus they can remember, amen, they can know who Jesus is. Because I know I got kids, y'all got kids, and they can remember these TikTok dances, amen. They got 87 moves, record himself, have fact to learn it, and do it, and do it right, and do it falsely. If they can do all that, you can dump them in some water Amen. to get some power in their life. So I love this. It's late. He cared for their wounds. It's time to go to bed. And he reflects on what they share for them. He, he reflects that, that Jesus died to make a payment to God for my sins on the cross. Uh, he reflects that me believing in him, the son of God, accepting him as my savior, has forgiven me of all my sins. Then, then this baptism you're talking about, Paul, this baptism by water represents me going down into the grave with Jesus, amen, and all my sin, all my wrong in my life, all my heart issues, my, my, my mind, everything wrong with me is going down that water, amen. Then me coming out of that water represents my new life in Christ, that I got power that, that this shows the way that Jesus did, that he was the example to get baptized first, and now I'm getting baptized, I'm showing that I believe in him, I'm showing I'm about to walk in newness of life, I'm showing that I got some power. That's what you're saying, Paul. Yeah. Everybody got to get this work. Yeah. Amen. Uh, everybody in my household has to experience this. Yeah. Yeah. I love this. Good. He didn't waste no time. It said immediately, immediately. they got baptized. Yeah. I know it's late, honey, but guess what? Uh, it's past their bedtime. They're getting baptized. I know they got school tomorrow. Amen. They're either going to be tired or they're going to take absence. Amen. I don't know what's happening. But, but they're getting baptized. Because we need this in my life. A few hours ago, I was about to die. A few hours ago, I was about to kill myself. A few hours ago, I had no hope. But now I got belief and power in Christ. We got to make a change. So the word said this, y'all. He brought them all into his house and set a meal before them. And he and his entire household rejoiced because they all believed. Now him and his family is on a whole new path in life. Him and his family's whole future has changed. See, Paul wrote this, and I believe his experience in this situation, because he's in Rome, helped him write something in the book of Romans, y'all. Romans 8 and 28. All things work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose. Amen. All things work together for the good of God. All things. He's intentional. Amen. That was intentional. We sung that. Amen. Because I want you to know he's intentional. Amen. All things work together for the good of those that love God are called according to his purpose. Why do you think that made something might make Paul write that, Pastor? Because how do you explain a demon harassing me? Did I cast it out in the name of Jesus? Did I get beat? Did I get whipped? Did I go to jail for something? I did nothing wrong that I did. And then I pray and praise God and sing God. Some brothers are encouraged. An earthquake happens. The whole, the whole foundation shakes. Chains fall off. A brother about to commit suicide. I stop him and tell him, no, we all here. He said, for real, what must I do to be saved? Now I'm saved. Now my whole family's saved. A whole household gets saved. Because I got beat and whipped in the side of the center for Christ. All things. Work together for the good, good. of those who love God. Yeah. 
So it don't matter what you're going through. Yes. You got to understand that it's in God's purpose. Yes. That all things. He didn't say all good things. He didn't say some things. He didn't say a few. All things work together for the good of those who love God. Yes. And a call according to his purpose. Yes. So yes. God is intentional. So that same intention he showed this jailer. That led to this brother being saved. His family being saved and baptized. Is the same intention God has for your life as well. Yes. But you got to make a decision with humility to say, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? That's it. That's it. Amen. That's it. Can you stand up, Wes? Will you stand up for a second, please? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. God, thank you, Lord. I thank you today, thank you, Lord. oh God. Thank you, Lord. I pray, oh God, that, that your people have seen you, the power of a father in someone's life. I pray that they have seen, oh God, that you intention, oh God, that while, while the devil might meant to destroy us, while he might, might meant us to commit suicide, while he tried to take us out and harm us, oh God, and we're still here, we're still breathing, you have an intention and a plan for our life. I pray, oh God, you give us the strength, oh God, like you did this brother, to, 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 to come to you as humbly as we can and saying, God, why must I, what, what must I do to be saved? I pray for hearts and minds today, oh God. I pray, oh God, you have your way in the name of Jesus, oh God. Touch them where there are any fears, any insecurities, oh God. Anything trying to hold them back, we come against it right now in the name of Jesus, oh God. And we stand on you and your word and believe, oh God, today is going to be a freedom day, oh God. That today healing takes place. That today a new walk, a new path, a new choice on life, it will happen today, oh God. Because someone makes a decision for you, oh God. So, God, we thank you, oh God. We praise you, oh God. Amen. You've got to praise this place. Amen. Yes, thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I'm not sure where you are in your relationship with Christ. I don't know. But what I do know is that he's still in the saving business. He's still in the healing business. He's still in the delivering business. He's in any kind of business we need him. But we got to make a choice. Amen. So I don't know where you are, amen. If you've never been saved, I say today, let today be your day, amen. It's Father's Day, amen. It's Freedom Day in Juneteenth, amen. It's so many natural reasons to be happy about it, amen. If you know you need Jesus and you have never accepted him, I say come give your life to Christ, amen. Or maybe you do know Christ, amen, but I've just been out the will of pastor. I've been out the will of God. I need to come and reconnect. I need to get my life right with Christ. I need to come and get back right with him, amen. I've been slipping and tripping and slipping and sliding. Guess what? He says, you can return to me as many times as you return unto me. I will return unto you. That God is married to the backslider. You can never get too far out of God's way, his grips, as long as you're alive. But you got to make a decision to come back to him, amen. Or maybe I am saved, Pastor. I, I'm saved. I'm good. I'm just looking for a church home, amen. I just I just need to be around a body of believers. I need some community around me. If that's you, whatever you have, wherever you at, any phase of life, we are here to help you be what God has called you to be. But you gotta activate your faith, amen. amen. You gotta believe for yourself, amen. You gotta stand on your flat footed and believe in what God said and believe in who God is. So if any of those things apply to you, amen, let today be your day. Uh, I know we got baptism today, so you already know I don't do this long anyway. Those that know, amen, that, that roll New Christian Church, I, I, I can't force you into heaven, amen. You got to make a choice. It's a, it's a choice you got to make. But what I want you to understand is don't let the enemy keep you in your seat, amen. Don't let uh, one of my favorite songs from back in the day was my mind playing tricks on me, amen. 
And it's easy for the devil to play tricks on our mind. Amen. You ain't got to go get your life right with Christ. You can wait till the next time. You can wait for this and you can wait for that. And I come to find out that none of us know when that next time is going to be. Amen. Who promised us the next time? Amen. And you look on the news. You look uh, just family members. You look around this world and nobody is promised the next time. That's not a scare tactic. That's a reality. You got to thank God for every day above ground. Amen. You got to thank God every day above ground. Amen. So we got to be grateful to God. So whatever you stand in the need of, amen, if, you, if, if you've if never been saved, you need to give your life to Christ, amen, or, or, or you are saved, but you just want to get back in the fellowship. You say, I need to get back in the fold, amen. I need to be around believers, amen. Whatever you stand in the need of, we're here to pray for you. We're here to encourage you in Christ. But if I was you and I know that I needed him, I wouldn't let nothing keep me in my seat. Thank God. If those online, it's a number as well. You can text, amen, whatever the case may be. But don't let the enemy keep you in your seat, amen. I, I want to explain the, the, just the importance of the Father real quick and we'll be done. I was looking up these stats. And I, I like basketball, probably my favorite sport. Football, I like football stuff too, but basketball is my favorite sport. And I was looking at players in the NBA. How many people watch the NBA Finals in here? Did you watch the Finals? I'm like, I ain't watch the finals. Y'all did, y'all got their own. Okay, I guess we're number. I like basketball too. A few of us, amen. Praise God, amen. Well, well, so I hope y'all can feel this uh, analogy I'm about to give, though. But it made me look up because I'm looking at Steph Curry, Father Dale Curry, Andrew Wiggins, his father played ball, uh, Al Horford, his father played ball. And these people, all these people in the finals who, who whose fathers, Clay Thompson, played professional sports. So I said, how many people in the NBA? Are, son, are products of their sons, amen. And it said 48.8% of people in the NBA fathers were high-level athletes. Either they played in the NBA, they played college ball, or played overseas. That's half the people in there. That means what? Some of their DNA transferred to their seed. That means something in them got put in their seed. That's in the natural, amen. But thank God for the blood transfusion we got through Christ. Amen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a blood. My DNA has changed through Christ. So while that's cool in the game, I love sports. My son, who I want to transfer the blood into him. Amen. I want to transfer. But it starts with me being a leader of my home. If I'm the father, if I'm the mother, whoever is the leader of the home, it starts and saying, I'm speaking up for my family. And saying, I'm the one that's going to make sure. Christ is honored. I'm going to want to make sure that faith is real to them all. Yeah. Somebody got to stand up and be the first one. Yeah. Somebody got to break the generational curse in your family. All of us got generational curses in our family. Somebody got to say, God, here am I. I'm willing to be used. I'm going to make sure, watch this, that drug abuse don't come through this line no more. I'm going to make sure alcoholism don't come through this line no more. I'm going to make sure adultery don't come through this line no more. I'm going to make sure fighting and violence and domestic violence don't come through this line no more. I'm going to make sure poverty don't come through this line no more. Somebody got to step up. Why not you? But it all starts with the saying, it all starts with a yes to God. So like I said, this is my last call when I'm done. If you know you need Christ and you know you need to be saved, you need to give your life to Christ. You need to reconnect with Christ and maybe you need to return home, whatever the case may be. Let today be your day, amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. amen. Praise God. Give God a praise in this place. Thank you, Lord. 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 We appreciate you all for being here today. Amen. Yeah. Thank you so much. We're going to get ready to do our offering. Um, we have a few announcements. We're going to go to the water. Amen. Yeah. Praise God. Amen. Amen. I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah.
Yeah. Some visitors in here, they didn't want to do Eagle Creek with me, amen, praise God. <laughs> they like, my pastor crazy. Should I go to the creek? We ain't ready to do our offering. If you need an envelope, please raise your hand. Our usher will be glad to give you an envelope if you need one. On the screen, there is our text to give number as well as our cash app, amen. You, may, you can give any way you see fit. Thank you. <laughs> 